like what you do, and then you will do your best. Words by Catherine Johnson. In this podcast series, created and hosted by Rahul Suri of the Russell Book Club, we will be bringing you inspiring stories and journeys of people who love their chosen profession and are successful at what they do. Namaste. I'm Sana Sharma, your host for this evening, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce our guest of the day, Ms. Gopal Sharma, who has many hats with ease. She is a marketing and business development professional, an advocate for mental health awareness. Her agency, ArcLight, uh, helps founders build their personal brand on LinkedIn and also helps companies with brand building and marketing strategy. Thank you so much for joining us today, ma'am. Thank you so much for the introduction, Sana. And hi, Rahul. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's an absolute pleasure to interact with both of you. Uh, Ma'am, you have a very interesting career path. So what made you switch career from finance to marketing? And who were the people who influenced you in making your choices? Okay. Um, So, you know, I have grown up in a very middle-class family. Okay. And uh, my major source of inspiration throughout my life has been my grandfather. He worked in the government sector and I've seen him spend a lot of time uh, in, you know, in the stock market. So uh, post my 12th, when I had to make a career choice, okay, now what do I want to pursue moving ahead? Uh, finance seemed like the perfect choice to me and, and it was also of interest to me at that point in time. So when I graduated, I worked with two of the most leading financial firms in the country as an investment advisor to high net worth individuals. While I loved what I did, and I was really good at it, right? That job helped me understand that, okay, there are certain skill sets and strengths that I have that can be used uh, in a better manner, okay? And also, I chased the feeling of contentment and fulfillment at that time, which I wasn't getting from the career path that I had chosen. So I decided to take a step back reanalyze in life, where am I headed? Is this what I want to do? That's when I boiled down to the skill sets that I was good at, which was communication, people skills and writing. Now, marketing was not like a natural choice to me, which means I had to go and explore out there that what was working out for me. And I started off with doing internships, unpaid internships with organizations less aspired for her. I took up courses in marketing, okay, to understand if this is the role that I want to go in moving forward. And that's when I got some clarity. And another way of going about it was, you know, talking to people in the same professional world, right? So there were other alternate career choices that I had also considered at that point of time. But after doing the thorough analysis, I understood that marketing is meant for me. Um, but I gained more clarity on what I want to do within marketing while working, right? So you can only gain so much experience through, you know, your courses. The real knowledge is gained when you are actually on ground and doing the work. Uh, so now that I am leading, you know, I have my own agency right now and I've picked out a niche for myself that came from an experience of the last three years, okay, where I have worked with, I have done every job role possible in the field of marketing to understand that, you know, hey, this is something that I like, I want to work with. So it was a switch. Uh, it took time. Um, someone who influenced me deeply was my grandfather, to be very honest. Um, uh, he made, you know, I mean, he's not there here with us anymore. But what I do remember and I'm going to take that with me always, that never be scared to fail, okay? Never be scared to experiment in your life. Uh, you just have one. So we are often told that, you know, 
sit down better your choices ke sath and oh you know don't take the unconventional path but with him i was like you know you can take the unconventional path because you don't have to walk the same road that everyone is your journey is your journey so i think these that was how my switch came into place and he's the person that's inspired me the most and is still inspiring me that's so inspiring ma can you please tell us more about what bloomer does and where did you get this inspiration to make productivity tools for neurodivergent individuals um so at bloom so bloomer started two years back it was it's a lockdown baby the entire idea came in 2020 and it's come from a place of personal struggle to be very honest a problem that i wanted to solve for myself um lockdown has been difficult on all of us one of the major things that took hit was your time management okay able to understand what you want to do your choices were impacted right and being someone who's like grown up with dyslexia and who has who had who faced immense mental health challenges i just understood that there are not enough tools in the world to help me declutter my brain and just understand the voices in my head okay that is something that i needed particularly help with so with bloomer we are making productivity tools and solutions which are directed towards helping individuals particularly people who have adhd or autism and dyslexia manage their time and their day to day lives better make better healthy choices in their lives um so we are currently started out with journals um journals which will help you uh break down your day to day schedules build your habits better uh understand what you want in life so we often confuse with wants and haves those are clear difference that people should know right and we are often asked to ignore our wants so i with my idea of humor is to make sure that people are embracing what they want to do more of it and do it well and uh, the struggles that i have faced growing up i don't want i mean if i could help other students and people to uh, you know break them break that down for themselves as well and get better at it uh, yeah that's about it so that is the idea of bloomer we eventually also want to venture into uh, providing trainings and workshops for workspaces to be more inclusive of people who are neurodivergent uh, since i have a five year i spent five years in the corporate world i also understood that a lot of people are not accommodating of that it can be as simple as having audio visual learning uh modules given to people who are dyslexic or it can be as simple as having uh an ai tool uh, to transcribe the meeting when you are having you know uh, so that someone else who's who's unable to catch up uh, like i was unable to catch up with the meeting flow that used to happen and i was like okay it's very difficult for me to interpret i'm a slow reader i it i takes time for me to process information those accommodations were not present more importantly they were not even uh, like given importance to that okay this person might take time so my idea with bloomer is to change that landscape and make workspaces more inclusive and also provide tools and solutions to people that can help them lead a better life and a healthier life and this is awesome huh? so uh, a very busy professional life setting up your own agency um along with a leading diabetic chef uh you have many roles to play so how do you manage time like for all this while keeping your mental health in check thank you for the question sana that's a great question so i think one of the main things that i've realized with time is to understand that when you're not supposed to overwhelm yourself okay we often like ek to the hustle culture has been promoted a lot right like individuals end up taking so much on their plate they overcommit and then they underdeliver theek hai 
since i have like 10 things on my plate one way that i am managing my time right now is to make to understand that okay this is my capacity to work and being okay with it at my own pace and at my own in my own time apart from that like uh giving you like a few tips that i use i often i always make sure that i have buffer time in my deadlines if a deadline if i know that something is going out to a client let's say on on next friday like okay i am like i'm going to take like 5 days to do it i will give the client that saying that hey you know i'm it's going to take me 7 days that buffer time allows me to you know accommodate a lot of things my mental health any uh, any circumstances that come in right uh, life happens on a daily basis so always give buffer time to your deadlines okay that is one thing another thing is under commit do not overcome it that okay i'm going to be able to do this also this also a thousand things know what is your potential because sometimes overcommitting will just complicate things and because and when then you under deliver it's going to make an impact on your you know profile your reputation so it's okay to under commit and over deliver that is something which is still acceptable okay so this is what works for me and another thing to manage my time is the pomodoro technique so i make sure that i work in like you know in 25 minutes i'll work for 25 minutes i take a 5 minute break i work for 25 minutes and then i take a 15 minute break and this technique has really helped me manage my time more efficiently and i have broken up my days into like four halves okay so like morning afternoon evening and night so i break that up on my journal and i say that okay these are my tasks for the morning and then i try to understand that okay what is my body feeling because hamare sabke paas na ek bahut casual cheez hoti hai bolne ke liye mera mann nahi kar raha ya mera mann ye kar raha hai okay so you need to understand ki yaar What is this man? Man के साथ तो तुम्हारी deadlines चलेंगी नहीं. Man के साथ काम नहीं होगा. But you can use this feeling of want man कर रहा है to your advantage and understand okay how is your body working. So in the morning I'm really fresh. That is when most of my ideas come in. So I'm like okay, morning is scheduled for writing. Okay, by the afternoon you have lunch. Okay, it's become your body becomes a little lethargic. low mood you that is when you take up tasks that don't require a lot of cognitive abilities right that is how you divide during the evening then you can take up tasks like that's my creativity time that is when i do my strategy work and uh, you know building my strategies making creative writing briefs those are things when i do at that time and then i evenings i schedule for uh, let's say planning the next day right or replying to people or at night okay replying to people and make sure that my next day is very well planned so uh, i think this is something which is very important this is at least i do and second is understanding yourself like if your everything is going to change when you just take a pause and listen to those voices in your head and understand okay what does what do you want what do you want everything that what do you want can change everything or it's the answer to almost everything out there so i'm listening to myself listening to yourself is the most important thing that you can do and then making it work to your advantage um so that is what i do and apart from that how do i keep my mental health in check while having so many things i heavily journal i journal every morning i make sure that i declutter my head my head space so i call it like my brain dump and then i make it into like i divide i use the eisenhower matrix uh, to work ahead so when i brain dump okay there are few things that i that need to be done right now okay that require immediate importance what are the things that i can delegate okay what are the things that i have to let it go and forget so basically following that particular matrix has really helped me in my day to day life and then another way to cope up 
cope up with my mental health is talking to your friends please reach out for help please do not isolate yourself go talk to people out there it is very important okay find that one person talk communicate i think communicating and expressing how you feel is something that people don't do enough and that is something that really impacts your mental health so communicate it might be hard but talk it's because no one can help you till that time you don't tell them how you feel that is the basic rule of mental health basic rule because we can't read mind so if you if you are in a bad space if i am in a bad space usually i pay i reach out to people i'm like hey you know i'm not feeling the best can we just have like a quick chat or hey if there's no one around me i journal i put my thoughts down okay because when you put them down and when you read them again you understand okay uh, is this even making sense the minute you start journaling and put your thoughts down you know that half of them are just things that your mind is saying you have 70000 thoughts in a day okay, and not all of them are supposed to be heard or listened to so when journaling and talking to and having my support system is two things that i heavily rely on when it comes to keeping my mental health in check mom this is so inspiring and with this uh, we bring the session to an end thank you so much kopal ma'am for joining us and also our audience for joining us do visit social page of russell of book club please like follow and share and support us thank you